blessed be the Holy Trinity, one God. Amen. Welcome to Holy Trinity this morning. If there are children, I invite you to come closer to the font in the aisles or right here. And all of us, if you're near, near the aisle, you can come in closer. We will gather around the font as the people of God and surround Odin with our presence and our prayers. So yes, feel free to come on in. Because of God's grace, all are welcome in this place. In baptism, we are washed in God's mercy and love and given new birth as children of God. In these waters, we are united with all the people of God, anointed with the Holy Spirit, and sent into the world to share in the mission of Christ. Called by the Holy Spirit, trusting in the grace and love of God, do you desire to have your child baptized into Christ? As you bring Odin to receive the gift of baptism, you are entrusted with these responsibilities, to live with him among God's faithful people, to bring him to the word of God and the Holy Supper, to teach him the Lord's Prayer, the Creed, and the Ten Commandments, place in his hands the Holy Scriptures, nurture him in faith and prayer, so that your child may learn to trust God, proclaim Christ through word and deed, care for others in the world God made, and work for justice and peace. Do you promise to help Odin grow in the Christian faith and life? Sponsors, do you promise to nurture this person in the Christian faith as you are empowered by God's spirit and to help him live in the covenant of baptism and in communion with the church? People of God, do you promise to support Odin and pray for him in his new life in Christ? I ask you to profess your faith in Christ Jesus, reject sin, and confess the faith of the, faith of the church. Do you renounce the devil and all the forces that defy God? I renounce them. Do you renounce the powers of this world that rebel against God? I renounce them. Do you renounce the ways of sin that draw you from God? I renounce them. Do you believe in God the Father? I believe in God the Father Almighty creator of heaven and earth. Do you believe in Jesus Christ, the Son of God? I believe in Jesus Christ, God's only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day he rose again. He ascended into heaven. He is seated at the right hand of the Father. And he will come to judge the living and the dead. Do you believe in God, the Holy Spirit? I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And also with you. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God.
water, water. We praise you, O God, for water. Lake Michigan and the Chicago River, the rain that nourishes animals and plants, the water for drinking and bathing. We praise you, O God, for water. We praise you, O God, for water. We praise you, O God, for our water stories, a flood that cleansed the earth, the sea that drowned the enemy, Jesus baptized in the Jordan River, washing the disciples' feet and thirsting on the cross for us. We praise you, O God, for water. We praise you, O God, for water. We praise you, O God, for this font, for you breathe into this water to wash away sin and death and to breathe in us your peace and joy. We praise you, O God, for water. We praise you, O God, for water. O God, you are the ocean, the source of all life. O God, you are the river, saving us from death. O God, you are the stream, restoring our community's strength. We praise you, O God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, today, tomorrow, and forever. Amen and amen. Amen, amen. Odin Jack, I baptize you in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Thanks, O God, that through water and the Holy Spirit, you give your children new birth, cleanse them from sin, and raise them to new life. Sustain Odin Jack with the gift of your Holy Spirit, the spirit of wisdom and understanding, the spirit of counsel and might, the spirit of knowledge and the fear of the Lord, the spirit of joy in your presence, both now and forever. Odin Jack, you have been sealed by the Holy Spirit and marked with the cross of Christ forever. Jesus said, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will have the light of life. The assembly's response is in the bulletin. Let us welcome the newly baptized. We, we welcome, welcome you to the body of Christ and the mission we share. Join us in giving thanks and praise to God and bearing God's creative and redeeming word to all the world. <laughs> what, a <laughs> what a great joy it is to welcome Odin Jack into our community today. Let us welcome him with our applause.
grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Let us pray. Direct us, O Lord God, in all our doings, with your continual help, that in all our works begun, continued, and ended in you, we may glorify your holy name, and finally, by your mercy, bring us to everlasting life. Through Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen. You may be seated. reading from Jeremiah. The word came to Jeremiah from the Lord. Come, go down to the potter's house, and there I will let you hear my words. So I went down to the potter's house, and there was the potter working at the wheel. The vessel being made of clay was spoiled in the potter's hand, and the potter reworked it into another vessel as seemed good. Then the word of the Lord came to me. Can I not do with you, O house of Israel, just as this potter has done, says the Lord? Just like the clay in the potter's hand, so are you in my hand, O house of Israel. At one moment I may declare concerning a nation or a realm that I will pluck up and break down and destroy it. But that nation concerning which I have spoken, turns, it, turns from evil, I will change my mind about the disaster that I intended to bring on it. And at another moment, I may declare concerning a nation or a realm that I will build and plant it. But if it does evil in my sight, not listening to my voice, then I will change my mind about the good that I had intended to do, it, do to it. Now therefore, say to the people of Judah and the inhabitants of Jerusalem, Thus says the Lord, Look, I am a potter shaping evil against you and devising a plan against you. Turn now, all of you, from your evil way and amend your ways and your doings. Word of God, word of life. Philemon. Paul, a prisoner of Christ Jesus, and Timothy, our brother, to Philemon, our dear friend and co-worker, to Aphia, our sister, and Archippus, our fellow soldier, and to the church in your house, grace and peace to you from God, our Father, and the Lord Jesus Christ. 
When I remember you in my prayers, I always thank my God because I hear of your love for all the saints and your faith toward the Lord Jesus. I pray that the sharing of your faith may become effective when you perceive all the good that, may be do, that we do for Christ. I have indeed received much joy and encouragement from your love. Because the hearts of the saints have been refreshed through you, my brother. For this reason, though I am bold enough in Christ to command you to do your duty, yet I would rather appeal to you on the basis of love. And I, Paul, do this as an old man, and now also as a prisoner of Christ Jesus. I am appealing to you for my child. Onesimus, whose father I have become during my imprisonment. Formerly, he was useless to you, but now he is indeed useful both to you and to me. I am sending him, that is, my own heart back to you. I wanted to keep him with me so that he might be of service to me in your place during my imprisonment for the gospel. But I preferred to do nothing without your consent, in order that your good deed might be voluntary and not something forced. Perhaps this is the reason Onesimus was separated for you, from you for a while, so that you might have him back forever. No longer as a slave, but more than a slave, a beloved brother, especially to me, but how much more to you both in the flesh and in the Lord. So if you consider me your partner, welcome Onesimus into, as you would welcome me. If he has wronged you in any way or owes you anything, charge that to my account. I, Paul, am writing this with my own hand. I will repay it. I say nothing about your own, you owing me, even your own self. Yes, brother, let me have this benefit from you in the Lord. Refresh my heart in Christ, confident in your obedience, I am writing to you, knowing that you will do even more than I say. Word of God, word of life. Thanks be to God. The Holy Gospel according to Luke. Glory, Glory to you, Lord. 
Now large crowds were traveling with Jesus, and he turned and said to them, whoever comes to me and does not hate father and mother, wife and children, brothers and sisters, yes, even life itself, cannot be my disciple. Whoever does not carry the cross and follow me cannot be my disciple. For which of you, intending to build a tower, does not first sit down and estimate the cost to see whether he has enough to complete it? Otherwise, when he has laid a foundation and is not able to finish, all who see it will begin to ridicule him, saying, this fellow began to build and was not able to finish. Or what king, going out to wage war against another king, will not first sit down and consider whether he is able with 10,000 to oppose the one who comes against him with 20,000? If he cannot, then, while the other is still far away, he sends a delegation and asks for the terms of peace. So therefore, none of you can become my disciple if you not, do not give up all your possessions. The Gospel of the Lord. Language evolves, even language in church. These days, we are sensitive to the words we use for the gender of God. We're careful not to characterize darkness as evil. Some of you may recognize one slight change in the confession of sin in our current liturgy compared to the so-called Green Book of 1978. We used to say, we are in bondage to sin and cannot free ourselves. Now we say we are captive to sin. Now I've never learned the exact reason for this change in our liturgy, but I suspect it has to do with the second dictionary meaning for the word bondage. And so that I do not use, lose my G rating for this sermon, I will not illustrate further the second meaning of that term bondage. It's either in your imagination or not. <laughs> Several places, St. Paul talks about being slaves to sin. And Lutherans talk about the old self curved in on itself. In baptism and day by day, we return to the waters of baptism where the old self is put to death and we rise with Christ to walk in newness of life. Odin was just immersed into the forgiveness and freedom of our faith. And Martin Luther urges us to creep back to the amazing grace of baptism every morning. For all our industrial and technological advances, we are still enslaved to power, 
to privilege to prestige. Lutherans are sometimes accused of having a low anthropology, a low view of human nature. And I struggle with that at times, yet when you read the news, when you look at how we treat each other and what we are doing to the earth, it is clear that we are in bondage to sin and cannot free ourselves. The prophet Jeremiah does not mince words today as he condemns Israel and Judah for their evil ways. But as they repent and as they reorient their lives, God is like a potter reshaping divine curse into divine blessing. Bondage suggests slavery. And I've been reflecting on slavery this week for two different reasons. For starters, we have the slave, the slave Onesimus, in our second reading. Philemon is one of the four shortest books in the whole Bible. And this morning, we had the rare chance to hear an entire letter of Paul in one hearing. Sadly, this letter of Philemon was used in this country to justify slavery. The reasoning goes like this. If Paul is returning the slave Onesimus to his master and now standing up to imperial Rome, why would earlier Americans disobey the laws of a democratic state to challenge slavery? In the past, people simply assumed that the Bible justified slavery. But times change. The spirit continues to speak, prod, challenge anew. And so there are new interpretations of this text. Now, we know that Onesimus was sent to care for Paul in his imprisonment. And in that experience, Paul has a moment of transformation. He describes Onesimus as the child of his own heart. He sends Onesimus back to be welcomed by the community not as a slave, but as kin, as sibling. Then, like now, the gospel continues to transform lives change lives and break the chains that enslave us. Which leads to the second way I've been thinking about slavery. Anniversaries cause us to take a new look at events in history. And in the past year and a half, we've marked the 50th anniversary of the deaths of MLK and Robert Kennedy. The riots in this city during the Democratic Convention and more recently, the first human to walk on the moon, and a couple weeks ago, Woodstock. Last month, the New York Times, among others, brought to our attention the 400th anniversary of the first slaves being transported to this country. The goal of Project 1619, as the New York Times calls it, is to reframe American history Think of it, some 157 years before the colonists even decided they wanted to form a country, 20 to 30 enslaved Africans were brought to our shores. 
And in the coming years, 12.5 million Africans would be kidnapped from their homes, brought in chains across the Atlantic Ocean. Almost two million of them died in routes. You can see how it wasn't only the slaves that were in bondage, but all of us. Thankfully, in this place, we can take the conversation out of the mere political realm and reflect on slavery and bondage to sin from a theological perspective. James Wallace has written a book called America's Original Sin. America's Original Sin, Racism, White Privilege, and the Bridge to a New America. Now, Wallace tells of a black professor that at the beginning of each class asked his white students whether they ever heard racism called a sin in their churches. The answer is almost always no. One of the Project 1619 writers asserts that our country was founded both on an ideal and a lie. We all know the famous words from the Declaration of Independence that all men are created equal, except that the white men who penned these words did not believe that to be true for the hundreds of thousands of black people in our country at that time. Another of the writers of this project notes that despite being denied freedom and the justice promised to all, Centuries of black resistance and protest helped our countries actually live up to our ideals that all people are created equal. The same principle that we announce each week that all are welcome, that all are equal in God's eyes, and the movement toward equality for all races paved the way for every rights struggle since including women's and gay rights, immigrant and disability rights. And if you haven't heard the amazing news, at its church-wide assembly last month, our denomination, our denomination, the Evangelical Lutheran Church in America, apologized to people of African descent for its historical complicity in slavery and the enduring legacy of racism in this country and globally. All this talk of slavery, this talk of sin and equality, it has everything to do with baptism. Today we welcomed Odin into a counter-cultural way of life. Being a follower of Christ will always be out of step with the norms of society. The cost of discipleship is high, as Jesus says in the gospel today. The, te the temptation of preachers like me is to water this down so that people find it attractive, more attractive, I should say. And I confess, probably, this more often than I'd want to admit. But you have to say that today's talk will unlikely cause people to just break down our doors to join a church. 
But there's good news today. Good news, people of God. You are free from the bondage of sin. No longer enslaved to the gods, the false gods of materialism, accumulation, possessions. And that has everything to do with the future of the earth and the growing list of endangered species. Because of divine forgiveness and mercy, you are set free. Set free to take risks for the sake of the gospel. Set free to take risks for the sake of our beloved earth. Set free to take risks for the sake of the most vulnerable among us. Like the ancient Israelites, in baptism you walk through water from bondage to freedom. Your call is to bring others with you.
rooted in Christ and rising to serve, let us pray for the church, the world, and all in need. Turn our hearts, O God. Bless Odin, newly baptized. Make us attentive to your call to take up the cross-shaped way of life and to share your good news with the world in need. God, in your mercy. Turn our hearts toward life in all its infinite varieties. We pray especially for the vanishing endangered creatures who struggle to find a home in this world and those whose lives have been impacted by Hurricane Dorian and other natural disasters. God, in your mercy. Turn our hearts toward all who yearn for calm and fairness. Grant wisdom to elected officials, school boards, pastors, bishops, deacons, trustees, councils, ministry teams, business owners, judges, community organizers, and all who lead and direct us. God, in your mercy. Turn our hearts toward all who suffer. We pray for those in bondage to addiction, poverty, physical slavery, or human trafficking, those incarcerated or detained, and those who we name now, either aloud or in our hearts. God, in your mercy. Turn our hearts toward the ministries of our congregation that feed the hungry, share with the needy, advocate for the silenced, and work for your justice, especially the South Loop Community Table, the Lakeview Pantry, and the Crib Shelter. God, in your mercy. Turn our hearts toward your eternal reign, that with Blessed Mary, Peter Claver, John Chrysostom, and all whose lives have been marked with the cross of Christ, we may feast with you in the promised land. God, in your mercy. We lift our prayers to you, O God, trusting your promise to hear us. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. The peace of Christ be with you always. It is our great joy and delight to welcome you this morning. Whether you are here for the baptism as a guest or your first time here, whether you come often, whether you love church or you're just trying and organize religion out, whatever enslaves you in your life these days as well, you are welcome here. And we add to that whatever the color of your skin, who you love and worship, your gender identity, how you vote and how you name God. We hope that this is a 
community that will nourish your faith as we know that outside these walls there are many divisions, but inside these walls we rejoice in God's mercy that unites us. I'd like to introduce Ariel Frost. She is our music assistant, and we are so glad for her work. If you play an instrument, and like me, if your lip is in shape as opposed to not, and you would like to um, consider playing in worship here as a prelude, either with others or a group, Ariel would love to get to know you, and she can even help you find a piece or others that you might join with here at Holy Trinity. So she will be here after worship. Our new seminarians were introduced last week, but in case you were not here, I'd like them to stand. They'll be with us the next academic year, Troy Spencer and Melissa Herlichka. If you are new, there are yellow slips in the pew rack, and we invite you to fill those out and place them in the offering basket on the way to communion. I can't remember the last time up, um, rain made our picnic be inside, but that is happening today, and actually it will work very well up in Pasadena Hall, and you're welcome to join us after worship. Whether you brought something or not, please consider joining us. But this is what we're going to do after the postlude, um, we are going to gather up here and do a hymn sing and let people write down a hymn that they would like to sing. And that will happen as some of the hamburgers and hot dogs get grilled. And then we'll let you know when it's ready. But if you choose, you may also go upstairs and begin talking to folks. So those options, a little hymn sing up here or some chatting upstairs. If you'll turn to me with me to page 12, just to note next week, we invite you both students and adults to bring a symbol of your vocation, your work in the world. That could be a backpack, a laptop, a baggy blanket, a calculator, whatever is a symbol of your work in the world to bring that and share in that blessing. You'll also note on page 13 that the next three Sundays we will have forums after worship and next week Brooke Peterson will be with us to talk about faith, wellness, and mental health especially anxiety and addiction, and how we deal with those in ourselves or as we support others, and that will be upstairs in St. Mark's room next week. Also, please note the other announcements on page 14, and then on page 15, begin to mark your calendar already for a fundraiser for the uh, vibrant ministries of Holy Trinity as we await the return of our stained glass window, which will be taken out in about a week for repair. All of it will go. It will come back in October and we will celebrate with this shine showcase of music and a puzzle and some other fun things. So there'll be great music, fun music, not just church music, but barbershop and other things too. So mark your calendar for that. As we now prepare for the Feast of Communion, I invite you to turn to page 483, hymn 483.
to the Lord our God. It is right to give our thanks and praise. It is indeed right, our duty and our joy, that we should at all times and in all places give thanks and praise to you, almighty and merciful God, through our Savior Jesus Christ, who on this day overcame death and the grave, and by his glorious resurrection opened to us the way of everlasting life. And so with all the choirs of angels, with the church on earth and the hosts of heaven, we praise your name and join their unending hymn. Blessed are you, Holy God, Holy One, Holy Three. You beyond the galaxies, you under the oceans, you inside the leaves, you pouring down the rain, you opening the flowers and feeding the insects, you giving us your image and carrying us through the waters, you holding us in the night your smile on Sarah and Abraham, your hand with Moses and Miriam. You lived as Jesus among us, inviting all to your feast. Blessed be God forever. Blessed be God forever. In the night in which he was betrayed, our Lord Jesus took bread and gave thanks, broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take and eat. This is my body which is given for you. Do this for the remembrance of me. Again, after supper, he took the cup, gave thanks, and gave it for all to drink, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood, poured out for you and for all people for the forgiveness of sin. Do this for the remembrance of me. Let us proclaim the mystery of faith. God, we remember your Son, his life with the humble, his death among the wretched, his resurrection for us all. And so we cry mercy, mercy. and so we cry glory, glory. 
And so we cry blessing. blessing. Holy God, we beg for your spirit. Enliven this bread. Awaken this body. Pour us out for each other. Ignite your church. Nourish the life of the earth. And so we cry, come Holy Spirit. And so the church shouts, come Holy Spirit. And so the earth pleads, come Holy Spirit. You Holy God, Holy One, Holy Three, praise now, praise tomorrow, and praise forever. Trust in God who nourishes and sustains us. Let us pray as Jesus taught us. Jesus said, blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be filled.
nourishing God, we thank you for inviting us to your feast, where all are welcome, for feeding us with the bread of life, and for quenching our thirst with the cup of blessing. As you have filled us with love and hope, may we be signs of peace for all who hunger and thirst for good news. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. Life is short, and we do not have too much time to gladden the hearts of those who travel the way with us. So be swift to love, make haste to be kind, and the blessing of the triune God who made us and loves us and goes before us be upon you and all those whom you love this day and always. Amen.
among God's faithful people, hearing the word of God and sharing the Lord's Supper, proclaiming the good news of God through word and deed, serving all people, following the example of Jesus, and striving for justice and peace in all the earth. Thanks be to God.